You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 21. And today we are talking all about urinary tract infections. What are they? How can we prevent them? And what we can do naturally. And if we do get a UTI, what we can do even if we have one. But before we dive in, I want to read the review of the week. The review comes from Sunny Almond. And Sunny writes, this podcast is for you if you are a female concerned with staying healthy, both physically and emotionally. While you wear all the hats a woman in this day and age needs to wear just to get through an average day. Say yes to you and listen to Michelle. So thank you so much, Sunny, for that review. It warms my heart, as I said last week, because when I get these um, reviews, I know that you're listening and that you're liking what what we're providing. So please, if you're listening today, take a quick snapshot, go over to the gram, tag us at Well Woman Network so that we know that you are listening, or go over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. That would be awesome. So today, we are also giving you a fabulous freebie inside the episode. So with no further ado, let's dive on in. Well Women. It's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. this today and it is nine o'clock in the morning and it's a hundred degrees outside. We've been having a heat wave for the last several days. Yesterday it was a hundred and seventeen out. Now I know several of my friends live in other states and my one friend Lisa, she lives in um, Philadelphia and she showed me a picture of her thermometer at like what was it nine o'clock in the morning and it was a hundred degrees out there too but the humidity was a hundred and ten percent. So, you know, I'd rather have dry heat than moist heat, but today it's kind of like that overcast, looks like it may, you know, have that little bit of hot shower and it's kind of very hot and very humid. So we're just going to lay low. So I hope that you had a fabulous 4th of July. You know, we did, we just stayed close to home. Hubby made um, cauliflower steaks, we made vegan potato salad and we watched fireworks from our porch. And we tend to stay close to home on all major holidays, but especially on 4th of July because our beloved four-legged Dakota Marie, she just does not like loud noises at all, none. And so we end up having to give her um, some calming medications some Benadryl to kind of help calm her nerves so that she can function. Otherwise, she will spend the entire day and night in our closet behind the clothes shivering. And she has a condition called, um, she gets neurogenic seizures every now and then. 
And we don't know why. It just happened one time. And if she gets too freaked out, it tends to bring them on. So we stay close to home because we love her and we want to, you know, just be by her and let her know that we care and to help her calm down. So she kind of made it through the night. She slept after the Benadryl kicked in. So it was a good thing. So before we dive into this week's episode talking about UTIs, I wanted to go over a few housekeeping tips. First thing, I just want to let you know that today's episode is being brought to you by our free 18-day email self-care makeover. And you can find it at wellwomannetwork.lpages.co forward slash 18-day self. Or you can go to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 21 And I'm going to put the link in there too. And ladies, here's why I really want you to head on over there and to join our 18-day self-care makeover. Because I take care of thousands of women throughout the years. And there's three things I know for certain. And number one is I know that you're busy because I'm busy too. And most women are. You know, we're doing a thousand things a day. And sometimes, you know, we forget about ourselves. Number two, I know that women are great caregivers. We love to take care of others and generally we are always putting their care in front of ours. And number three, because of number one and number two, most women I know don't take the time to implement a daily self-care routine. They may put it in once a month or they may even do it weekly, but they're not practicing daily self-care. So that's why I created the 18-day email self-care makeover system. It's simple, digestible tips that you can put into your daily routine each and every day, or at least pick some that you like and try adding them in to each of your day to improve your self-care. So again, you can get that over at wellwomannetwork.lpages.co forward slash 18 day self, or go to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 21, and I'll stick the link in there. I'm also giving you ladies a fabulous freebie that goes along with today's episode, and it's all about natural remedies for UTIs or urinary tract infections. So it's a compliment today's episode. So you'll want to go over there also to wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 21. The link for the freebie will be in there too. So today you're getting a bonus, two things, go sign up for our 18 day self-care and grab the freebie. Okay, so now let's dive into today's topic all about UTIs, otherwise known as urinary tract infections. And ladies, this is a name that we give when an organism that should not be inside our urethra starts setting up home there. A small number of bacteria naturally make their way through the entrance of the urethra. However, most of the time, the daily streams of urine we, that we do will flush them out. A UTI is often only noticed when it becomes established by fully infecting the bladder or when the colonies in the urethra are so out of control that they are hard to drive back. And yes, we as women are more prone to UTIs than men, and it is thought because women's urethras are shorter, making it easier for bacteria or fungus to reach the bladder. It also should be noted here that as we get older and we go into the menopause and estrogen starts to decline, the hood of the urethra, which is kept down by estrogen starts to retract back and you can get more UTIs as we get older. All right, it is thought that half of all women between 40 and 45% will suffer a UTI at some point in their lifetime and some women are prone to having even more. A UTI, ladies, can be very painful and an uncomfortable experience for you for sure. 
The burning sensation, swelling, and heat can vary from unpleasant to agonizing. But it's not just the urethra and bladder and up to the kidneys that take place. We have to look at other sources. Our kidneys are responsible for flushing out the toxins in our blood. They're like one big water filter system. If we eat something a little bit poisonous, our liver breaks it down and our kidneys wash it out. If we take too many hormones, our kidneys wash them out. If our body has too, many, has too much protein or some damaged cells, our blood takes it to our kidneys to be flushed out. So our kidneys are very, very important. That's what gets junk out of our system. So if and when our kidneys get infected, we are in big trouble. Untreated kidney infections can lead to renal failure, which can lead to a blood infection called sepsis, which can lead you to a hospitalization that you may not want to have. However, options when it comes to treating a UTI can seem limited as far as naturally treating UTIs, that is, because most of the time we're going to be talking about putting you on medication. But, you know, ladies, if you're constantly using medications to treat anti, I mean, to treat UTIs, then you are lowering your body's susceptibility of using those antibiotics for treatment later on. So, you know, you want to, we want to naturally try to cut back on using unnecessary antibiotics all the time. That's why if we can prevent UTIs, and that's what we're going to mainly be focusing on here today, is preventing them before we need to get to having to use antibiotics, then that's what we should be doing. Today we're going to be talking about and breaking it down into sections again to give it overall look at this. We're going to first talk about prevention is the best medicine, just like I said. Then we're going to move into knowing when you have a UTI. Then we're going to move into taking a generic approach to a um, bacterial UTI. Then we're going to look at treating a fungal UTI, and then we're going to round it out with UTI aftercare. Okay? So let's get started with this. Prevention is the best medicine. Okay. The best way to naturally treat your UTI is not to get one, right? There are many ways of getting a UTI and therefore many ways of preventing them. But the key thing to remember is that UTIs are most often caused by a combination of three things. One, infection. Two, a poor immune function. And three, damage to your organs or your urethra. On the infection for forefront, we can usually carry a small amount of bacteria from our own poop and a small amount of yeast that is always present in our vajayjays that is there always to act as a protectant. Okay, a small amount, ladies, does no harm whatsoever. However, sometimes an excessive amount makes its way into our urethra, starting an infection. For this reason, women must always remember to wipe from front to back. You should always have, you should always wash after having sex or masturbating. And you should avoid excessive douching and using soap and bubble baths all the time. Now, taking baths is fine, but sometimes using the bubble bath is irritating to our urethra and can cause it to become irritated. And when a urethra is irritated, more bugs can crawl up it and causing a UTI. So, you know, if you're going to take a bath, try using just some essential oils and not a lot of bubble bath. A soapy rinse along the outside once a day combined with, with frequent wiping with warm water throughout the day should suffice. Now, ladies, here's the thing. Okay. Yes, we want to be clean, but you don't need to be excessively overkill. Like, you know, taking 5,000 showers a day or constantly washing down there forever or doing it multiple times, multiple times a day. Okay. 
Remember that you also want to clean between the labial folds to make sure that no bacteria is hiding out there. Now, moving into damage of the urethra. That can also make it easier for infection to set in. Our urethras are usually smooth, robust, watertight tubes. This makes it very hard for infections to take hold properly. However, if the urethra is damaged, pockets are created where yeast and bacteria may thrive. Where damage is concerned, we need to treat our urethras with respect. A common form of damage is caused by passing a kidney stone. Okay, so a lot of us have had kidney stones and you know that those are very painful. Although we cannot absolutely avoid kidney stones, there are some things we know can cause them, such as eating too much salt, drinking too much alcohol, and drinking too many fuzzy little sugary drinks. It should also go without saying not to probe in the urethra, as anything entering it can cause severe damage. And finally, ladies, make sure to stay hydrated. You know, I can't say this enough, especially even during summertime, because passing enough urine is our body's key way of keeping the urethra moist and washed. The more water we drink, the more water we pass, the less likely the urethra is to be damaged and dryness and it gets used more. When you don't use the urethra, it gets dry and that makes us more prone to UTIs. Okay, then the next thing that can cause some infections as we talked about, we said, we talked about those three things. We said that it can be um, bacteria infections, it can be damage to the our organs, and three, it can be our immune system. So ladies, when it comes to a poor immune function, our bodies are, con are constantly at war with yeast and the bacteria that grow on us and in us, okay? A strong and healthy immune system will be able to detect damage to the urethra or bacteria in the bladder. Then it will send out white blood cells to kill off any invading bacteria and yeast and red blood cells and platelets to heal the damage. When we eat a poor diet, due to not getting enough nutrients, Okay, and we do not get enough exposure to sunlight to make vitamin D, and we do not exercise a lot, and we drink too much, or we smoke too much, or we take too many, um, you know, other antibiotics, we weaken our immune system. So if you're prone to colds and flus, and if you suffer frequent mouth ulcers or small cuts get infected easily, and or you're getting sick a lot of the time, or you're getting multiple UTIs over and over again, you may need to boost your immune system. And how you do that is by eating healthier, eating less processed foods, exercising more, sleep, having less stress. And as you all know, I love taking my whole food supplement called Juice Plus because it has all the antioxidants that we need for everyday use and function. And that's how our body heals. You see, ladies, our body is made up of cells and our cells need nutrients and nutrients come from fruits and vegetables and they also come from protein sources and they also do come from some carb sources. And if you're not eating good, then the body does not get these necessary building blocks for the cells to replicate good cells. And after a while, your body is going to start replicating crappy cells because that's all you're putting into your body. So that's why, you know, I harp on y'all to eat a healthy diet, to get plenty of water, get good rest, get good exercise, and try to decrease stress. Okay. Now, ladies, if we act on all three fronts and we make sure to keep our immune system strong, keep our bodies clean, and not damage our urethra, we will most likely be able to avoid net unnecessary UTIs. However, some of us just are going to get them, okay? UTIs are almost always caused by a combination of those three factors. However, there is no good, there's no good way to actually prevent like never getting one, okay? Because most of us, if we're women, have got a UTI somewhere in our, you know, in our system, 
no, no, not our system, but somewhere in our history, okay? Um, they're come through sex, through, you know, not peeing enough. A lot of people, you know, sit at a job all day and they hold their pee and they're not going enough. Or, you know, during the summertime you wear um, wet clothes or hot clothes and that can irritate the urethra. There's many different things that can cause, you know, us to be more prone and susceptible to UTIs. We're going to talk about some of those more as we go on, okay? So knowing when you have a UTI, we're going to move into next. And I'm going to grab some water here because, like I said, it's 105 outside. So I'll be back in a sec. Okay. First of all, you need to know that you have a UTI because some of the common symptoms of UTIs are also shared by other conditions, okay? A burning feeling when you urinate is often the first sign of a UTI. However, it is also a sign of many STDs, and it can come about from eating many varieties of green chilies, and it can also come from having kidney stones or previous damage from passing a kidney stone recently can also cause burning sensations. A frequent and or intense need to urinate even if there is very little to come out, can be another sign you are suffering from an infection. However, other things that have to do with pressure on the bladder can cause this, pregnancy being one of them. But right before your period also can cause it, constipation or tumors benign or otherwise can also put pressure on the bladder, making us want to urinate more often despite not having a UTI, okay? So that's why you wanna make sure that you have one and you don't just think that you have one, okay? Pain or pressure in your back, at the sides, or on your lower abdomen right above the pelvic bone can also signal a UTI. It's called suprapubic tenderness. If the pain is in your back and is at the sides, then you want to make sure that you don't have a kidney infection because a bladder infection can move into a kidney infection if not treated, okay? Also, you want to make sure that it's not indigestion, it's not constipation, it's not your period so that you're having menstrual cramps. You want to make sure that you're not pregnant because all those things can mimic you having a frequency in urination and feeling like you have a UTI. Cloudy, dark, bloody, or strongly smelling urine is caused by UTIs as well. However, passing a kidney stone can also cause bloody urine as any other cause of kidney disease. Dehydration can also cause dark or cloudy urine, and eating certain foods, ladies, can make our urine change color as well. And it can also make our urine smell. You know, like a lot of times if you have a lot of garlic or you eat green chili peppers, a lot of you, you know, like all that kind of hot stuff, those are conditions that can cause you to feel like you have a UTI, but that you don't. If you suffer from a UTI, you may also feel tired or fatigued. But these symptoms, ladies, are also common to a lot of other infections and to anything else that wears on the immune system lack of sleep, you know, not getting enough um, food and becoming hypoglycemic, pregnancy, hormonal changes, etc., can also make us feel fatigued. So we want to check those out too. So ladies, as you can see, all of these symptoms, you know, can be symptoms of UTI or they can may not be. That's why it's important that you get them checked out because they overlap and you want to know, do I truly have an infection or do I have something else going on? All right, so this is what I want you to do. If you think that you have a bladder infection, I do want you to go and see your medical provider. I see so many patients that come into my practice and always say, well, I treated myself over the counter. I know that I had a UTI. I started on Azo because it was painful and I drank this and drank that. And they then come back and say, oh, I've got another one. Well, here's the deal. 
you may or may not have an infection. Like I just said, we've been talking about that this whole part of this episode is other things that can mimic you having a UTI. And there's also another condition called interstitial cystitis that may also be another factor. That's where you feel constantly like you've got to go pee, you feel like you've got a burning sensation, and you feel like you've got pressure on your pelvic area and in the bladder region. And truly, interstitial cystitis is a, di- is a whole other diagnosis, and you don't have a bladder infection, but you think that you do all the time. So that's why anytime women feel that sensation, you know, they're running to over the counter to treat themselves when you may not even have a UTI and you may be missing this diagnosis. And I don't know, or your medical provider doesn't know if you truly have one until you come in the office and we do a dipstick and we culture out your urine. So those are the two things that I want you to do. I don't care if you have multiple UTIs. I want you to go see your medical provider each and every time that you do. Because if you're constantly having them, we need to look for other causes. And when you go to your medical provider or you go to urgent care, wherever you go, because a lot of times if you go to urgent care, they may just dip your urine, but they're not going to do a culture. I want you to ask them to culture your urine out. And here's why. Because most of the time when women come into my practice and they're talking to me about urinary tract infection symptoms, to send out a culture takes three days to grow it out. And most of us do not want you to wait three days suffering in pain until we get the culture back to know that yes, you had an infection or no, that you didn't. So we're going to start you empirically on medication. But here's the thing, unless you culture it out, number one, you don't know if you really had a bladder infection. Number two, you don't know if the medication that we started you on right away is the correct medication. And if it isn't, and you do have one, we need to treat you. And if you didn't have a bladder infection and it keeps on happening, like I said, then we would want to refer you to a urologist to make sure that you don't have any other conditions going on with your bladder, your urethra, or that you don't have that that thing I called interstitial cystitis, okay? So don't constantly self-medicate over the counter all the time and thinking that you're doing a good thing because sometimes you're actually doing yourself harm, all right? So now we're going to move into treating a bacterial UTI. Okay, treating a generic or a bacterial UTI. And I am going to get a glass of water here, another sip, and I'll be right back. So I get asked this question a lot. So is it too late to engage in prevention behavior when you already have a UTI? And the answer is no. It doesn't matter whether you are trying to prevent one or you have a UTI and you're on antibiotics, you can always use preventative measures, okay? Some of the best ways of relieving the signs and symptoms of a UTI and helping your body to heal are the same as you would have used to prevent the UTI in the first place, okay? And we discussed a lot of those, drinking plenty of water, as the more water you drink, the more urine you flush through your system, the more the infection is washed away. Also eating fruits high in vitamin C, such as citrus fruits and berries. And if you grab the freebie, I give you a bunch of natural remedies that you can try prior to and during your infection phase. Those will raise acidities in your urine and they'll make it less susceptible to number one, getting one and to preventing one, okay? Always wash after having sex going poop or going to the bathroom, make sure that you're wiping front to back. And if you're having sex, now ladies, here's a tip. You don't need to jump right out of bed and just hop into the bath, but putting some bath water into the bathtub and peeing into water seems to work wonderful at keeping urinary tract infections at bay. Because you see the act of sex or the act of masturbation, you are rubbing the 
the clitoris. And when you rub the clitoris and you rub up near the urethra, it causes the hood to go back and it causes for other infections to easily be able to pass up into your urethra. So again, wash after you go to the bathroom, front to back, wash after you have intercourse, you know, if you're in a chlorinated pool, you want to wash the chlorine off your um, vajayjay because that can also cause you to get infections. And then we're going to talk about yeast infections coming up in, an, in another section, okay? Um, also, here's another thing. I want you to try putting a warm water bottle on your pubic area. This can be very effective and it can be very soothing, but be sure to make the water bottle not too hot, and if it is warm or hot, wrap it in a, in a towel so that you're not placing the heat directly on your skin because you don't want to get burned. And you want to do 15 minutes on, 15 minutes off, okay? That will help as well. And you can also take, you know, Tylenol or acetaminophen if you're having cramping. You can also do azo over the counter, but remember, if you do do azo before you come in, to see your medical provider. It's very hard to do a dipstick um, because the, you know, azo turns your urine that bright orange color or bright yellow color. And doing a dip at mask, you can't read anything on the dipstick. So we just have to end up sending it out for a culture, okay? All right, so finally, I want you to make some diet changes, at least until your UTI has healed. I want you to cut out alcohol, cut down on some of the caffeine. If you eat spicy foods, cut down on those, cut down on those sweet fizzy drinks, cut down on smoking, and cut down on any excessive sugar because all of these products can irritate your bladder and your urethra. Okay, not only does this hurt, but it but it's sometimes stopping your body from healing, okay, because again, you're lowering your immune system. Also, so there's some bacteria, there's some teas that you can use that can help with UTIs, and those are over in the freebie guide. So please go over and grab the freebie at www.wellwomannetwork.com episode number 21. And the freebie is there about natural remedies to help with UTIs. Okay, so next we are moving into treating a fungal UTI. Okay, a fungal UTI is caused by an overgrowth of Candida albicans or yeast. If you want to fight this naturally, you need to withdraw the two things that Candida loves to thrive on. That is number one, sugar, and number two, moisture. Candida feeds exclusively off sugars. If you have a candida infection outside your gut, chances are your gut is 10 times as infected. When we eat too many simple sugars, pardon me there, and white carbs like white bread, white rice, white potatoes, we are feeding candida in our guts. This candida can slowly grow and push out our healthy gut bacteria, replacing it and overwhelming it with yeast. Once the candida has taken over our gut, it will begin to spread around the rest of our bodies, causing vaginal yeast infections, oral thrush, dandruff, and yes, it can even cause UTIs. If you restrict the amount or carbohydrate in your diet massively, and most particularly the amount of simple starches and sugars, your fungal UTI will have little chance of progressing and feeding off of it. This will make it easy for your body to fight it. Okay, especially if you have diabetes, you're more prone to getting yeast infections and you're also more prone to getting UTIs. If you're pregnant, you're also more prone to getting UTIs than the average woman who in general is prone to getting UTIs, okay? So, although we can't do anything about the moisture inside our urethra, we can work hard to ensure that the tissue around it is not moist. If there's too much moisture in our vajayjay area or our crotch area, so to speak, candida will grow on our skin and all around our urethra. 
If that happens, no matter how many times we fight it back, it will still return. So make a point of wearing breathable cotton underwear and loose-fitting trousers or even skirts while you have a UTI, and especially during the hot months so that air can circulate up in the, in the vaginal area. Avoid nylon, leather, denim, and anything else that traps moisture when it's hot outside. Okay, a side note here regarding fashion. Now, ladies, I know that everybody loves to wear those tight jeans and tight-fitting you know, pants. And yes, they may well look nice, but if you're wearing your pants so tight that you have to lay on the ground or lay on the bed to get into them to zip them up, or if you can see your lips, I'm sorry to be gross here, wearing jeans, then perhaps those are just a little bit too tight for you. And when they're so tight against your skin, there is no air that is being able to be circulated up there. And it can cause you to have not only yeast infections in the vagina, but also yeast infections that cause you to have a UTI, okay? So you want to try to keep your crotch area as dry as possible, all right? So like I said, when you get out of your bathing suit, take it off, don't sleep in it, don't keep wearing a wet bathing suit because it just makes things worse. And a lot of times if you, you know, do not wear thongs, if you have a UTI or if you have yeast infections because it just irritates the lining even more. Go to your old granny panties, so to speak, that have cotton crotches because cotton breathes and it doesn't allow sweat and moisture to build up. And in this hot weather, ladies, yes, it is really hot and you tend to be sweating a lot during the day. So maybe you're going to have to change your underpants a little bit more often than you normally do in the winter months if you find that your underwear is getting damp a lot. Okay, same thing like for men with their socks or women, if you have smelly feet with your socks and your feet sweat, you can develop yeast and stuff on the bottom of your feet and you can get fungal infections there too. Side note, okay? So you always want dry socks and you want dry underwear. Good tip, okay? All right. So also, if you're using a condom, make sure to wash it thoroughly after use, okay? Um, and also, number like I said, get in, the, in a tub of a little bit of water and urinate after sex because that helps prevent a lot of UTIs. Also, um, you know, there's a thing called honeymoon cystitis. So if you're newly married or if you have sex repeatedly a lot in one act, it also tends to irritate the urethra more and you can be more susceptible to infection. So that's when you want to get up and take a warm little bath and urinate in some bath water at the end. Also, if you have a yeast infection, you should take a shower rather than taking a bath. And we also talked about that earlier because a bubble bath can be irritating. And you want to dry off thoroughly before you get into your clothing, okay? Next, we're gonna talk about when you should throw in the towel, okay? So we'll be right back. All right, so all I wanna say here is, okay, you've put these preventative measures in, you're doing them all the time, but then you start feeling symptoms of a UTI. Should you continue on with these natural remedies? Yeah, you can do that for maybe a day or two, but if you're noticing that your symptoms are increasing, you notice that you're getting a fever, you notice that you're hurting more, then you need to hightail it to your medical provider. Okay, ladies, even though I am a medical provider, I am not your medical provider. So I cannot diagnose and treat you and you should not use this podcast or anything that we put out there as a final medical diagnosis for anything that you have. So don't let a UTI go on forever, okay? If you have symptoms and they're lasting more than three days, make sure that you get to your medical provider to make sure that you, if you have a bladder infection or UTI so that you can get proper treatment. And like I also said, if you are finding yourself feeling like that you have a bladder infection all the time and you're going to your medical provider time and time again and they're doing these cultures and the cultures are coming back negative, then you need to see a urologist. 
to make sure that nothing else is going on in your urethra, your bladder, and that you don't have interstitial cystitis because that is a whole other treatment plan. And if you get treated for that, you'll find that those symptoms of having constant UTIs are gone. And you also want to make sure that your UTI isn't a symptom of something else that we talked about earlier, you know, pregnancy, your period, ovarian cysts, anything else that might be going on. So don't let it go on and linger for days. Okay, so now we're going to be ending on the note of UTI aftercare. So, finally, once your UTI has healed, it can be very tempting, ladies, to just go back to life as normal. That's what we all want to do, right? We want a quick fix, and then we want to move on. However, it, we should not move on too hastily. Like with all infections, a UTI is caused by an entire colony of bacteria or yeast. It is not commonly gone when our symptoms stop showing. Okay, in fact, it will take up to two, two weeks to completely heal from a UTI, even if you're doing everything right. The same thing if you get any other type of bacterial or viral infection. Okay, it takes time for your body to heal. You have an infection, you have an invasion, your body is going to fight it. And even though you feel good, you've got to keep going in the forward direction to make sure that you don't relapse in the backward direction. So you want to give your body the best chance to heal and prevent reinfection. So you want to first continue with the natural treatments that you were already doing. Drink lots of water, drink some of those acidic fruit drinks, cranberry pills, get our freebie guide because it talks about great things that you can do to heal your UTI naturally or to help prevent it. You want to keep your urethra clean and you want to make sure that you are drinking lots of fluids to keep the kidneys hydrated and functioning and avoiding out all those toxins and irritants that we get from just our daily life, okay? Avoid drinking um, those spicy drinks, avoid hot chili peppers and other spicy foods, avoid all those kind of carbohydrates still, um, like we said, to prevent a yeast infection even after you've cleared it. You don't want to go right back to having those, those things, right? Um, don't douche a lot. It's not that you can't douche, ladies, but don't be doing it every single day or twice a week or whatever. Actually, you really only need to douche about one time a month, and that's after your period, and you should be douching with plain, simple white vinegar and water, not those fancy smelly things or using those other fancy smelling things down in the vagina, okay? Um, we don't need all that stuff down there, and it only breeds infection, both yeast infections and bladder infections. So stick away from all of those smelly products, okay? Um, let's see here. want to give you everything that we got here. All right, and just practice good hygiene. Don't hold your pee, ladies. Go when you have to go, all right? Stay hydrated during the summer. Do all those natural things that we talked about, and you're going to have much better results at keeping UTIs at bay and also for helping to treat them while you have them and even afterwards, all right? I keep little handy wipes in my purse. I keep natural ones that don't have a lot of scent in them or alcohol or any kind of things that have, um, you know, parabens or anything else like that. I get natural ones. They come in little packets. You can keep them in your purse. So when you go to the bathroom, you know, you've got an easy way to wipe and you don't have to use irritating toilet paper and get all that toilet paper stuck all over the nasty place like sometimes it does. And remember to bathe often, ladies, okay? Not that that should go unsaid, but sometimes we need to kind of put that out there as well. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you learned about UTI. We talked about, you know, ways 
of preventing it. We talked about things to do while you have it. We talked about things that cause UTIs. Um, and we also gave some symptom relief and what to do after you have a UTI. And remember, I want to end on this note too, please go and grab the freebie and go and sign up for the 18-day self-care makeover. Both of those are fabulous, and I know you're going to be really happy with those. And you then become part of our list, and you'll be getting in our newsletter weekly because we provide a lot of great content in there. You can also meet us over on our Facebook group page at Wild Woman Network Thrive and Revive. We'd love to continue the conversation over there. And again, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. And if you're listening to this episode today, quickly take a snapshot, put it over on the gram, tag us at Wild Woman Network so that we can show you in our feed as well. Okay? So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode.